and today I'm really excited to be talking to Kate Magassi. Kate is a BACP accredited psychotherapist. She's a clinical supervisor and a life coach and she practices not just in London but all over the world. And she's written a fabulous book called Dump the Baggage, which is a therapist's guide to building positive self-esteem and relationships. And that is the theme for today's chat. How do we, why is self-esteem important and um, how does it impact our relationships? So welcome, Kate. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. It's great to see you. Oh, so tell us first and foremost, Kate, what is self-esteem? So self-esteem is the beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So say, for example, is the relationship that we have up with ourselves, is how we talk to ourselves, is how we value ourselves, is that intimate relationship that nobody knows. So it's very important that we have a positive self-worth. So it's good to have good ways or a good relationship with ourselves. The self-esteem, just to summarize it, is purely based on the relationship that we have with ourselves how we speak to ourselves, what we think of ourselves and so forth. So that little voice in your head that chatters away. Yes. Some of us have a nice kind one that says things like, oh, you're okay, you can do this. And other ones have got a more negative voice in our head. Is that right? Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's that negative, critical voice that we have that sometimes we just want to just shut it off, but we can't. That's what self-esteem is. Okay, and then tell us, um, how does that impact our friendships and relationships, our self-esteem? The thing about self-esteem is that it affects everything. It affects the relationship that we have of ourselves, relationship that we have of our friends, our family, and so forth. So naturally, if we have poor self-esteem, a lot of the time we look for validation, you know, so we're looking for people to validate us, to show that we're good, you know, show us that we're good enough. You know, we have people pleasing tendencies. Maybe we're doing things for people to like us or, or people to show us that, you know, we're worthy of their friendship and so forth. So it can affect everything. It affects our academics, it affects our jobs, you know, obviously in the future, once you want to have uh, a career and so forth. So it literally affects everything. So it's really, really important to try your best to work through any negative core beliefs that you may have or work through any, you know, experiences that you're having. So yeah, so I think it's just basically about, you know, um, ensuring that you don't seek approval and validation from other people because it can impact you in the long run so it's about thinking I'm good enough as I am well and you can always improve but fundamentally I'm okay I'm an all right person yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing that it can affect as well is, is like um, social anxiety, maybe re- withdrawing from social gatherings and so forth. Sometimes maybe hiding. Say, for example, if someone's in a group, you know, they want to they always want to sit at the back. They don't want to be seen. They want to be invisible, basically, because they don't feel good about themselves. And a lot of the time when we become invisible, we are in our head. You know, so we're not it's like you're somewhere, but you're not there. So rather than being present, you're just in your head thinking about all the things that you think people are thinking about you which may not be correct right okay so we've got an idea of how I might know that I've got low self-esteem um and we've got a little bit of an idea about how it might affect our friendships and also our relationships so sometimes that people pleasing or not wanting to get involved um so what can we do to build our self-esteem 
I think the most important thing is recognize that you have self-esteem. This is saying that you can't change what you don't know. So how you would know is if you're highly critical, if you're always saying, oh gosh, you're silly, you're stupid. Oh, you're not pretty enough. You're comparing yourself to others. So how you can actually deal with that, number one, realize that you have self-esteem. And number two, thinking about how did it start? For example, is it that way that your parents spoke to you? Is it maybe something that happened in school? Maybe your friends or being bullied and so forth. And I think the other thing is about, you know, ensuring that you communicate what you want as well, you know, is ensuring that you set boundaries. So what boundaries actually means, it means what where something starts and where something ends. So it's like, for example, I'm going to give an analogy. I think it might make it easier. If you have a house, so you have house one and house two, you have a fence. So the fence is a boundary. So house one knows where their garden starts and where their garden finishes. So if we don't have boundaries, then people will do whatever they want. So ensure that we have boundaries, you know, articulate what you want, be assertive. You know, sometimes you don't want to do something, just say you don't want to do it. And, you, you know, the reason why you don't want to do it is about ensuring that you're around people that promotes personal growth, you know, people that celebrate you, people that support you, people that you trust and so forth. So those personal boundaries, you know, they can be really difficult to set. Mm -hmm. So what can you give us an example of what a personal boundary might look like? So personal boundary, I think the first one is maybe saying no. If someone asks you to do something and you don't want to do it, it's saying no. Because a lot of the time when we say yes to others, we're always saying no to ourselves. I think learning to say no, learning to, to know what is telling people what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Personal boundary is, for example, if someone upsets you in a certain way or someone does something that you don't like, maybe telling them that you don't like it and also having consequences. So what that means, it says it means something like if you do this, I'm going to do that. And I think that's one of the main ways to set boundaries. So I'll go for it again, ensuring that you communicate your needs ensuring that you know you say no to things that you don't want to do or you don't agree with you're assertive and naturally um is knowing your limitations to telling people okay I don't accept this when you do this I'll do that and having consequences I think that's really really important so what might a consequence look like so consequences could be like for example um if you keep being late then you know um I might not I might not um, invite you to outings anymore, you know, or another consequence could be, for example, um, if you don't pick up my, if you don't respond to my messages, because I'm always calling you, if you don't respond to my messages, then naturally I'll wait for you to contact me because I'm not going to keep chasing you. So that's, that's an example of a consequence. Yeah. So it's not about revenge. Oh, no, no. It's not about revenge. Mm -hmm. it's about gaining self-respect I think that's what it is it's about gaining self-respect it's like for example well you know if you keep going into my bag without my permission then I'm gonna have to tell the teacher because okay. I, don't, I don't respect that okay so it's it's basically being able to say out loud what you don't mm -hmm. like and what you might do about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely definitely and I think the other thing as well is about you know um, a ways to avoid um or prevent conflict and emotional safety remember everything's about self-esteem so 
how we present ourselves to people, how people treat us, that's have an impact on our relationship. So one of the ways that you can sort of like ensure that you're um, growing as an individual and boosting your self-worth is asking yourself on a daily basis, what is it that I'm doing that could be impacting my self-esteem? What is it that I can do to boost my self-esteem? Because we are responsible for that. Nobody else is. So again, can you give us a, what what might you say to yourself first thing in the morning when you've just asked yourself that question? I think I think for me as an individual, it's like I think the most important thing is about trust. So I heard a beautiful um um how can I put it? Some well, a recording on um YouTube and um one thing that the guy said when it comes to self-doubt, and he broke it down in a way that I never thought about before, it's all about trust. If I keep telling myself that I'm going to do something and I don't do it, I'm going to start doubting myself. Once I begin to doubt myself, I'm assuming that everybody else is doubting because I doubt myself. So for me, it's about the relationship. If I say I'm going to get up, for example, you know, and I'm going to um, meditate or I'm going to, for example, you know, um, take time to plan my week or whatever and I don't do it it's going to impact the relationship that I have with myself so I think it's about ensuring that you do the things that you say you're going to do so for me personally I have tools so I have a well-being plan ways to take care of myself when it comes to my work um to my um take care of myself with my family take care of myself when it comes to my relationships as well because we all have that difficult person that is difficult to deal with so I have a tools to know okay how can I deal with this person in a way that it's not impacting me emotionally so it's about the relationship if I say I'm going to do something I'll make sure that I do it okay so that might be thinking actually this person I can't cope with seeing for more than a couple of hours so I'm going to have a cup of tea with them rather than go and spend a whole weekend with them yeah yeah definitely definitely hmm. I do have a little thing which I I've often used with 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 anybody any clients actually and it's like a darts board and I always think you know like I say you're the red you're the bullseye in the middle of the darts board and really the only person that ever joins you in there is your most intimate partner and then the next one the green one might be your friends very uh, family very close friends. but then everybody else comes on and off your darts board and I guess the boundary is you decide how close to the middle they get to go so if you meet somebody in the shop they only get to come onto the outer ring and then they move off again but if people aren't treating you well then maybe you need to move them out a couple of rings and that's not about cutting them off so much as maybe just you know just thinking to you like you said thinking to yourself you've crossed a boundary here so I'm not going to invite you on that thing where I've got my closest friends because I don't trust that you're going to turn up on time. No definitely definitely I think continuously assessing our boundaries is very important because life is, is all about, about boundaries you know in every situation for example at school colleges work even us you know we have a boundary I'm meant to be here 10 o'clock if I'm not this it's a boundary issue you know life is all about boundaries yeah and I promise to send you a recording before I put it out and if I don't that's really <laughs> so I, I think some people will say oh you know having boundaries is really selfish because it means that I'm putting my needs does it mean I'm putting my needs above yours or does it mean what do you say to that um, I don't think it's about selfish. It's about, I think the most important thing is about self-respect. You know, it's about, you know, trust. It's about value. Um, it's about 
um, your relationship with yourself. It's about what's accept acceptable and what's not acceptable. It's about emotional and sometimes physical safety. You know, it's it's very, very important. It's not selfish at all. No, not selfish. And actually, if you don't put in those boundaries, I always remember somebody saying to me, if you never say no, what does your yes mean? In other words, you know, if you always just say yes to what everybody else wants, do you end up living your version of your life? Or does that mean that you make yourself vulnerable to other people? Because I think if we think about, you know, if we think about relationships and, you know, consent is all around boundaries, isn't it? And I mm -hmm. guess maybe if we have poor self-esteem, we allow people to do things to or with us that we don't feel comfortable about because we think it might make us, make them like us more. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to, you know, um, relationships, you can't always keep saying yes to people because what happens that you become a yes person? It, and when we keep saying yes, even when we don't want to do things, people will manipulate us to do it because they're used to us saying yes. And to be fair, who wants to be a, a doormat? Nobody respects a doormat because you've never walked in anybody's house and you're thinking, oh, do you know what? Let me just be careful because this doormat is so expensive. You just wipe your feet. There's no respect, you know, and it's it's not good. I've never heard it described like that, but it's absolutely it's a brilliant way of thinking about it, isn't it? That actually I need to be able to put my boundaries in, otherwise I don't I'm not going to be treated by with respect. And I guess it's you know, it goes back to the L'Oreal advert, doesn't it? Um mm. you think you're worth it. If you think you're worth it, then you make other make sure that other people treat you in a way that reflects that yeah definitely it's like for example if I came like on here and I had like for example a pen and I said you know what I bought this pen from Harrods and this pen's so expensive and it's so valuable you don't know much about the pen but the likelihood is that you're going to value the pen but if I said oh this pen is so cheap and it just is so crusty and I've had it you're not going to respect it so the values that we hold on ourselves people respond to that People respond to the relationship that we have with ourselves. If we have a positive relationship with ourselves, they will respond positive, positively. If it's a negative relationship, they respond negatively because it's not what's happening consciously, it's what's happening in a subconscious. So as human beings, we have a conscious brain and our subconscious brain. So the subconscious mind is, um, a lot of the time we're unaware of it. And it's scientifically proven that 90% of our behavior is influenced by our subconscious mind. So we're doing things that we don't even know. So the subconscious mind is like a database that stores all the events of our past and so forth. So that's why it's so important to be aware of our behavior. So in the subconscious, if we don't respect ourselves, we don't value ourselves, people will pick up on it. They're not going to tell us, but it, it's what happens in the subconscious. And one of the ways to make sure that we are more aware of what's happening within our subconscious is writing things down. Because the more you're looking at something, you're registering in your brain, you'll become more aware of what's happening in the present. So the, the 10% is what's happening in the sub is what's happening in the conscious mind. So the conscious mind is aware of the here and now the subconscious is aware of the past so if we're finding that we're behaving in ways that we don't understand write it down because the more you keep looking at something you learn to believe it you learn to change you learn to grow and so forth okay so actually that's another good argument for things like journaling isn't it bringing up yeah things yeah 
journaling is brilliant because it helps you to understand your thoughts it helps you to understand your behavior it helps you to understand your emotions it helps you to understand yourself it helps you to get out of your head especially people that suffer from anxiety you know because a lot of the time you're thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking but once you get out of your head and you write things down it's like an it's like a bin you just dump everything on paper so you have that release and it, you go through stuff and you're thinking oh what was i been thinking now what was that about you know and it makes what seems traumatic or you're finding a bit like um difficult or you things that you can't handle a lot more easier to cope so journaling is is brilliant and the most beautiful thing about journaling is it helps you to build that relationship with yourself which is very very important and that sounds to me like a really good place to stop Kate unless there's anything you wanted to add I think I think I'm hoping that I've covered everything but the the main thing that I want to add is that you know just remember no matter what happens in life you are good enough only you can say you're good enough don't wait for people to tell you you're good enough you must believe that you're good enough even when there's times where you know people are giving you compliments and you're thinking oh I don't feel like that just say thank you always just say thank you don't worry about that voice you know try and just don't let that voice control who you are and treat yourself as you would your best friend if you don't speak to your best friend in a way that's negative try not to do that to yourself fantastic advice take it everybody because honestly everybody has value but sometimes it's hard to find our own kate thank you so much for joining me with this it's been fantastic thank you so much thank you it's a pleasure. So there you go, everybody, the, gate, the voice of Kate McGarcy. Really interesting podcast. Um, if you want more to learn more about self-esteem, there's lots and lots of, it, uh, of articles and, and tips and stuff within the Wellbeing Hub, so go and have a look there. But Kate, from all of us, thank you, and um, hopefully we might speak again soon. Thank you for having me.